Welcome to the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan. I'm James. And I'm Callum. And tonight we're talking all things Marvel. Marvel, the MCU Phase 4 announcement schedule. <sighs> That's try to whistle, but Callum can't, can't whistle. Ignore so. him. Really? Massive hype. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. You can't. Shh. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so there's so much. Like last week, we weren't sure what we we're going to talk about. And then Comic Con happened. And Kevin Feige uh, dropped the our, mic. Our lo- Lord, Lord, uh, Quizats Hederach, God Emperor <laughs> Kevin Feige <laughs> came down from the sky and said, "Here's like the next ten Marvel movies." <laughs> it's like uh, I, I guess we have some stuff to talk about. Yeah. So, so um, um, yeah. So we're going to dedicate the whole show to it, and then next week uh, we're going to talk about all the trailers that have been coming out. You know, all the witchers and top guns and stuff like that. So, um, it's a big, big couple of weeks. Yeah. But this week, all Marvel, all the time, because like, there's if, a lot to go through. Yeah. And uh, if you've listened to this show before, you'll know we like to talk shit about Marvel. <laughs> um, so let's just go in the chronological release order that they announced. So at the San Diego Comic Con panel, they came out and they, announced all the movies that were coming out and then they pulled out all the actors and talked a bit about it and the first one on the schedule in mcu phase four is on may 1st 2020 black widow the black widow movie too little so too, late. too little too late i i think will be good and i'm really looking forward to no, it it'd be a good movie but but this movie should have come it should have been, out it should have been much earlier yeah because it's apparently set between civil war and infinity war so why didn't they release it so between that, civil war yeah. and infinity and war? if they didn't release it then they should have released it between infinity war and endgame before black widow her fate was decided we should say that all we're going to be spoiling all marvel movies that have already been released and talking about all the rumors of movies that haven't been released and TV shows. So, major spoiler warning for all the MCU, which is a given, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, and if you're listening to this episode, you're probably interested in the MCU. Um, but, yeah, like, if if Black Widow was going to... Like, we talked about this in our Endgame review. If Black Widow was going to die, like, they should have set this up a long time because people have been asking for this movie since Iron Man 2, nine years ago. Yeah. So, like, it's... There's no... Like I say that I'll say there's no excuse, because really Kevin Feige could have said, "Okay, we have to buckle down and do it." And I think they should have done it instead of Captain Marvel. They should, Captain Marvel and Black Widow's releases should have been swapped. I think use your existing characters first. Use your existing characters, yeah. especially that don't yeah. really have because that much. Why, why would you ki- Why would you kick off your Phase Four? With a movie about a beloved character who's also dead, that and and that's also set five plus years ago. Unless we're missing Black Widow's exciting space adventure. Look, I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> no, I mean, like, is there a complete but, side of this character that we're not, yeah, like, but, aware of? But you know what I'm saying. Like, I, do, I get what you're saying. They should have started this phase. This is, this is apparently the start of their cosmic phase with, like, weird out there. That's what I was referring to. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, Black Widow, cosmic what, yeah. phase? Who's the perfect person to start that off? Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. You introduce her in phase four. She's uh, opening a movie of phase four. You say, here's the whole cosmic situation. But instead, they rushed it, rushed Captain Marvel out between 
Infinity War and Endgame. It was a prequel set in the 90s, which I didn't like. And now we're getting the uh, so more grounded kind of action thriller, you know, uh, Winter Soldier style. That we do like. That we do want and which will be good. But too it's in the wrong spot. It's set, yeah, set in, you know, too long ago and set in a, released during a phase that's supposed to be about the bigger, weirder like multiverses this, and, and cosmic been, enemies. and It could have been a perfect Marvel movie if they had swapped it around in the, the when they had the release timeline. Exactly. Um, in terms of the actual movie, which, like we said, we're looking forward to, um, it's directed by Kate Shortland, who's an Aussie director, a indie director. And like I said, it's set between Civil War and Infinity War. And Has she done anything of note? She did a movie called Somersault, which apparently is really good, but I have yet to see it. Just like really, you know, Australian indie movies, you know... That's like a genre in itself, like depressing, kind of <laughs> very Task realistic, enough. you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, and apparently Taskmaster is the villain, which is interesting. Um, there was some art revealed of Black Widow fighting Taskmaster, and he is holding a shield, like Captain America-style shield. So, that'll be cool to see. And Rachel Weiss has been cast as the head of Black Widow's Russian spy training facility that we see, we, I think we saw in Age be, of Ultron. That could be good. Yeah, so that's cool. It'll, you know, obviously tie like into Rachel her past. Weiss. Yeah, it'll tie into uh, Black Widow's past. Um, and David Harbour, our boy Hopper, has been cast as uh, the Red Guardian. This is the basically, most, This is probably the most yeah. exciting thing about so, the movie for so, me. So basically, he's the Russian or the Soviet answer to Captain America. And he's such. He's got the right stature yeah. for like a superhero but like Captain America. I find it hilarious. Keep the mustache, please. Yeah, I find it hilarious. I mean, we can't. Oh, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil Stranger Things, but like we already did the, the show. Yeah, no, but, but you, because it's a yeah, separate separate yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. But Hopper, but, let's say Hopper and the Russians are quite tied together in season three, and the fact that David Harper, uh, David Harbour, is now playing a Russian agent yeah. whose name Alexei. <laughs> the humor is not lost on us. Yeah, so I'm excited, and um, yeah, that'll be cool because you know uh, Black Widow uh, Natasha, obviously being from the the Russian assassin school and then moving over to shield and then red guardian assuming also also having a connection to the Russian, you know, agency. And then, you know, I think it's cool. Is, that we're g- seeing- is he going to be a villain? Is he going to be a friend? You know, well, that's what I'm thinking. Is he going to be a villain or is he yeah. going to be like a superhero from Russia? And, and also as f- like, ta- <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Ta- Taskmaster, as far as I know, has at one point in the comics also joined shield. Like, even though he's mostly known for a villain, I think at one point he was in. So, they could do a whole, like, switcheroo where it's like, Red Guardian's a bad guy, Taskmaster's well, a good I mean, guy, and then they're like, no, switching let's around. Let's not forget that uh, Norman, Norman Osborn, at one point, led the Avengers with an all-villain Avengers Dude, crew. We, we've said this before. Comics are weird. <laughs> so, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it doesn't mean much yeah, no. Taskmaster's but, in S.H.I.E.L.D. But that's what I'm saying is, like, they could, they could throw you off. Like, our Taskmaster is a good guy. And Red Guardian is a bad guy, and then swap it. Yeah. You know? Or a Red Guardian is a good guy. Oh, no, he's actually but a bad guy. I don't guy, want you know? David Harbour to play a bad guy. I'm, I'm cool. Like, he can play anything, like, anything. Like, yeah, but I fun. want him it, to be a it'll hero. It'll just be fun. It'll just yeah. be fun. To see. And, you know, as we say every time we talk about a movie, a mo- an action movie is only as good as its villain. That's and if true. you've got David Harbour hamming it up a, as a Russian a villain, villain, like, yeah, you know. I'll give you that. You know what I mean? That could be tight. So, yeah, that, I think... 
like we're all excited for it. You know, if it does have that grounded kind of action thriller, civil um, uh, winter soldier kind of action, that's great. But at this point, too little, too late. Especially if, you know, they're not going to pull some weird cosmic magic and bring Black Widow back, which I don't think they are. Hopefully not. God. Um, All right. So... Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. uh, So fall of 2020, which will be our spring, I believe, uh, is the Falcon and and the Winter Soldier. That's one thing I hate is when Americans call it fall because the leaves fall off the trees. (laughs) It's like poetry and rhymes. You have to simplify it for them. It's like uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. You know, you have to... They don't know what a philosopher is. It just annoys me. (laughs) It just annoys me. It's like it's autumn. (laughs) Um, anyway, I'm sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, so fall, American fall slash Australian spring 2020 will be the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is a mouthful of a name, but I guess it describes the show accurately. And it'll be uh, apparently a six episode on the Disney Plus service, so hopefully it'll come to stand which probably will come uh, probably, to stand yeah. in Australia. Six episode series um, set after Endgame and... a. Like, so, a six-hour like, movie, I'm hoping. Yeah, and we assumed when um, Endgame came out and we reviewed that, we assumed that it would be about Sam having to sort of come to terms with Captain America no longer being there and having to take up the mantle of Captain America. And, you know, Bucky Winter Soldier would also, I guess, ha- have to sort of uh, deal with his loss of... It's just going to be... Quote-unquote loss of Steve, because he's technically not dead, but you is know Is the I mean. series just going to be a bitch fight between I hope Sam so. and Bucky? Of like, Do who you know how good I want Cap no, Shield. No, is, I want Cap so Shield. That would be so good. Yeah. For, for all the TV shows that have been announced, yeah. I'm generally not keen for them. This is the one which I'm actually pretty excited for. Really? I'm yeah. really excited for WandaVision. Like... We'll see. Un, un, undescribably. We'll see. So. I'm excited no, no, for no, no, all no. of them for one reason. I yeah. think this is a really good way for them to prime the next Avengers. Yeah. Well, I, I think this, because, you know, Kevin Feige has said this is their... It's a lead-in. Yeah. Like, this is this new phase and this new combination of TV and movie, you know, stuff is like, it's the next... The next step. The next step in how... The MCU is going to because we can see present more. Itself. We can see more character development, exactly. more world development, more of this juicy stuff we like. Exactly, um, and we can, it can sort of set the scene. It can set the the stakes. Yeah. for like the next big assemble movie. Yeah, yeah, it, it'll be yeah, it'll be really cool to see how that yeah they they can deal with the characters more in a longer period of time, and also then use that as a jumping off point. For, for the movies. So, obviously, Anthony Mackie is returning as Sam uh, Falcon, and Sebastian Stan is returning as Bucky, Winter Soldier. And what's really cool is that Daniel Brühl is returning as Zemo, the villain from Civil War, which I'm really, really excited about because I loved Civil War. Probably and my Zemo favorite. Zemo is such a classic yeah, comic book probably, guy, Probably too. my favorite MCU film. And Daniel Brühl was really good, and I really love what they did with Zemo and how they... Uh, subverted our expectations, but in a good way um, in Civil War. And now they're bringing him back. And apparently, he's going to be like proper Baron Zemo with a purple mask and everything. Like, they're going to fool... So, and he's a good, like, classic Captain America yeah. villain. So, it'll be cool to see, like, Sam go up against him. And will we see Sam turn into Captain America at the end? That I- will be cool. But they might leave that for a big movie reveal. Mm. But considering the schedule, 
what other movie would they reveal it in? I think I think I think they'll reveal it at the end of the, 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 the show, yeah. yeah. And then, like you said, lead into the new Avengers, mm. you know, in a couple years' time, and maybe he'll be, you know, the leader yeah. of that. Then it's it'll be it'll be typical Marvel cheese right at the end after the credits of the TV show. It'll be like a phone call. <laughs> yeah, Nick Fury be like, "Get together, there's a threat. <laughs> Grab your shield." <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, what's interesting is Emily Van Camp is returning as Sharon Carter. So that's interesting as well. That's another kind of Winter Soldier kind of connection, Civil mm. War kind of Captain America. Um, so Bucky, Bucky doesn't get let into the states because he has a criminal record. Yeah, they re- they reckon he works Wait, with Russians. What do you mean? He's already in. The- oh, no, I was making already- a joke because you get visas and everything else. Um, do you remember that stupid? I was like, do you remember? I was like, how would Captain America pay taxes? Do you remember, dude? What the hell are you oh, no. <laughs> like? In, like, and you're like, you're the what guy, do you mean? Yeah. His wife runs shield. Yeah, what yeah. do you mean? Also, you're the guy who reads all the ridiculous '80s comics. Like, you you couldn't suspend your disbelief. <laughs> God. Um. So the IRS is no joke. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Even Captain America doesn't mess with the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the next release is on November 6th, 2020, and that's The Eternals. This is what I'm most worried about. Yeah, no, so... If they I'm can both, pull it off, no, it's going to be epic. But I'm excited. Yeah. I'm also very scared. Yeah, no, it, it's it'll require a shit ton of CGI, yeah. a huge budget, it's got a huge ensemble of characters, and... Pretty stacked cast. Yeah. The I just don't understand why there are, and I understand diversity, mm. but there's two gender swaps in this film. Which I like isn't that. Isn't a problem. No, I like but I'm that. Like, I actually noted that down. They, I, I'm hoping what they didn't do is they're like, well, we have a character list here, and then they just roll the dice and said we're gender swapping X, Y, and Z. I'm hoping they had a no, direction in mind. I feel like they would have gone through the characters and like, be like, which ones Sam work Hyatt, better? For example, with yeah. uh, with Ajax, for example. Yeah. I'm like, I'm hoping they were like, we have an idea in mind for where we want to take Ajax, not just like, let's pick a oh, name out of a hat the, and gender yeah. swap it. You know what no, I mean? No, no, I think they've got, I think they went through the list and like, you know, uh, what can we get away yeah, with? In no, terms no, like of, they, they were like, okay, like... If, what works for our yeah, vision? Yeah, exactly. If Thena is, is supposed to be a uh, female, which she is in the comics, and, you know, uh, Icarus is the quote-unquote handsome leader, you know, and he's male, then in between, what what can we play with? You know, I'm hoping there were... Whoever wrote the movie and Kevin Feige, you know, producing it, like, I hope there was some thought into... I'm sure well, there look, was. Most of the MCU movies are fantastic. Yeah. The only look if you re, if you look, even the, the only, worst MCU movies are not that bad. No, so the, the only the only thing contextually related to this would be Captain Marvel. Yeah, and the only reason I was upset with Captain Marvel yeah. was because they didn't retain the essence of that character. Yeah. So as long as as long as Ajax is still Ajax, it's yeah. just Salma Hayek. Well, that, that's actually I'm, I'm still fine. That's something I want to talk about. So let's go through the list. So I guess we should say because the Eternals aren't particularly popular. They're not. You they know, were more they're not Hulk yeah. or Iron so they're, Man. They're a classic. They were a classic Kirby creation. Yeah, Jack in the Kirby. 70s, yeah. But then Neil Gaiman kind of started to bring it back in the 2000s. 2006, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then that's they kind of fell flat after that. Yeah. again. But basic, and this will obviously make him huge again. But like to, for people who don't know, the Eternals were an offshoot of humanity created by the Celestials, who are these sort Basically of space gods. space gods. Yeah, who came to Earth early in our uh, development and you know uh, decided to split some of us off and make them extremely powerful and 
not immortal, but like pretty much immortal. Yeah. Um, but in doing so, they also split off a third. They're group, kind of like group. Asgardians in that sense. Sort of, yeah. So there's the there's the humans who you know are normal like us. Then there's the Eternals, and then there are the Deviants, who are the evil Eternals, the grotesque um, the, monsters. The Eternals did the Eternals create the Inhumans, or am I, I thinking of something else? Google it. Um, but anyway, yeah. So the Eternals are basically. Yeah, an offshoot of humanity who are given Superman-esque abilities. You know, they can fly, they're super strong, they live and they don't age for a long time. Um, you know, they can shoot beams of, of energy and so on. And, yeah, and they protect Earth from secret. Um, but- oh, no, the Kree created the Inhumans. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm I'm an idiot. Yeah. I got okay. There's so many races sometimes. No, there's so much. As yeah. some, like I haven't. I, I'm not really a cosmic MC uh, yeah, Marvel no. Comics reader. It gets so. it gets it gets crazy. Um, so th- it, this movie, The Eternals, is directed by uh, Chloe Zhao, who's a Chinese indie director. So that's another interesting choice. Um, Richard Madden, our boy, is playing uh, Icarus, who's basically you know the Superman. He's like the tall, handsome guy. I'm down with that. Yeah. Uh, Kamal Nanjani is playing uh, Kingo. Interesting. Who is like like all the Eternals. He's like Superman, but he fights in a he and models himself uh, after the samurai. So Kamal Nanjani is he, is he is an interesting choice. Is he going to look like himself, or are they going to? Yeah, I feel like like what Callum was talking about before. They might change that up a bit. Yeah, because you know, because right now I'm getting the idea of like an Indian gentleman with. Samurai well, yeah, armor. Is it, is it, is it, Kamal Kamal Nanjani is Pakistani, uh, and so like yeah, like I don't know if they're going to keep that like, samurai stuff I mean, or. It'll, it'll, it'll I guess fine. it will work. Yeah, but it's like it's interesting. All right, um, and is Kamal going to beef up? Yeah, this is also my other thing. Is like, are, is he just going to be the funny Eternal? That's or Sprite, though. Is he? Like, like yeah. there's like that little tricks to no yeah. eternal exactly. So, like, but like, come on, like, oh, is he gonna play it straight? Because I, I, I think he I could pull. To, I think he could pull it off. I want him to play it straight. I would. Hit, I would hit, hit the protein powder, Kamal. Yeah, Let's get I started. Would, I would be interested to see like him, you know, playing like, a straight ripped. action hero. Yeah, you yeah. guarantee none of the female Eternals are gonna beef up though. Callum, you're such an incel. I swear <laughs> to God. Like, oh, I'm sorry. You embarrass our, You embarrass me on this show. You embarrass Do me. We 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 skate the very thin line of turning into you know. Oh no! Come on. What people think we that are. That wasn't that edgy of a comment. No, 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 no. One thing. Can I just say? I think Don Lee for Gilgamesh is a fantastic choice. Don Lee. Yeah. So he looks. He already. He, yeah. He's a beefy he looks guy. guy. I'm like and man. Because Gilgamesh is arguably one of the more yeah. powerful Eternals. Gilgamesh is basically the strongest Eternal. He's yeah. a huge Hulk kind of Thanos kind of guy. And Don Lee's already a beefy guy. Yeah. What I love about like Don Lee is he was in Train to Busan, which is an amazing Korean zombie movie. So he's already got the chops, you know, that I've seen. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Lauren Ridloff plays Makari, who, like all the Eternals, has Superman powers, but... Makari's thing is that she's like the Flash, like really fast, kind of like can create hurricanes and stuff by spinning around. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that was the first gender swapped character. And Brian Tyree Henry as Fastus, who. By the way, I should note yeah. that none of the Eternals actually need to be beefy because they're not like. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're all aliens cosmic with yeah. superpowers, so yeah. you don't need muscles to exactly. shoot laser beams. I yeah, exactly. just want to point that out. I'm not. It was yeah. a joke about beefing up. Yeah. Um, and Fastos is kind of like, yeah, another like big, strong, uh, eternal, like a Thor or Hulk kind of guy. 
Selma Hayek is Ajak. This is another gender-swapped character. She's kind of like a Thor, kind of like an ancient kind of warrior kind of thing. Mm. It's hard. Like, I'm trying to make it for people to, like, you know, but it's hard. Like, the Eternals are the Eternals. Like, they're all, they all have all the powers, but then they have, like, subsets of, like, design and, and so on. Yeah. Um, and Liam McHugh as Sprite, to another gender-swapped character who's, like, she's an Eternal, but she appears, like, as a child. She look kind of like Loki, like a trickster, um, plays jokes on people. Um, so yeah, Don Lee as Gilgamesh we mentioned, and Angelina Jolie as Thena. You know the big kind of I hope she doesn't kind of overshadow the rest of the cast. Well, considering well, how big how stacked the cast is and how big the cast is, like I'm I'm pretty sure Richard Madden and and Angelina Jolie, like them them two, I don't know if Thena and Icarus have a thing in the in the yeah. comics, but like that that kind of book ending of the cast feels like like they're the two kind of main, and then everyone else is the rest of the ensemble, you know. We'll see. Like, I, I just hope as long as the essence of the Eternals remains and they don't dramatically change the personalities or the yeah. powers, I'm like, yeah, we'll see what we'll happens. See like, Captain goes, Mar- but- like Captain Marvel, in, in terms of that, Captain Marvel was a shit show. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. With- yeah. So like, yeah. Also, like, they have to be careful with, you know, the CGI and the the big, because this is their big cosmic stage. And this is will be their biggest kind of cosmic movie, even bigger than Captain Marvel. See, Captain, and that's another problem with Captain Marvel. It didn't really do well with the big cosmic action scenes. You know, they don't even have to. Yeah, they're going to have a lot of CGI. Yeah, but they only they don't even have to have fights all that often. No. As long as there's just two, yeah. two or maybe guess, three gu- well guess, done yeah. fight scenes. I guess Guardians of the Galaxy pulls it off pretty well. Yeah. It's just they have to transport the characters, the 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 powers of the character, the characters, the Guardians themselves don't have. Eternals level power. They're not all yeah. Superman. So you have to kind of transport Superman, a group of Superman into a Guardians of the Galaxy esque world. Like you don't even have to see their powers that often. Yeah. As long as like as I said, maybe a few key battle scenes where you see them exhibit their individual strengths. Yeah. But like as you said, the problem is if you do it straight comics, that's a lot of CGI. Yeah, no, they'll definitely try to pare it down a bit. But yeah, hopefully, and hopefully they don't do what Captain Marvel did and like not show a lot of the cool cosmic action and also not do all the cool uh, or they turn, practical uh, Or they turn Gilgamesh into well. some scientist who has no powers and is just there. No, for, they, they won't go that I'm far. I'm only joking, yeah. but you know, that's like, like I said, the last time they dealt in these cosmic characters, yeah. like it made me a very upset boy. Yeah. Uh, man chi- I should say man, man child. child. Yeah. A very upset incel, incel man child. Very upset <laughs> incel. As a, as a cis white male, I was very upset about what they did with Captain Marvel. <laughs> so the next release is of February 12th, 2021. And this is interesting. This is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Callum has opinions. Yeah, so no, I'm Callum- not familiar with that comic, but yeah. I'm a keen so, for it. So... First Cal- off, Cal- we should this say... has the Mandarin Yeah, no, no, we'll get to that. We'll get oh, to wait, that. Wait, wait, real Mandarin <laughs> yeah, yeah. or bullshit No, no, Mandarin. real Mandarin. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll get... Because I know Callum's going to... Callum's opinions. Yeah, Callum's oh. going to jizz all over the desk here. So, <laughs> this this movie is directed by Destin Daniel Creton. Creton? Creton? Who uh, directed Short Term 12, which is a really good indie movie starring Brie Larson. If you ever have a last name or a surname you're not familiar with, just assume it's French. I would say... Creton? Destin Daniel Creton. No, but he's an American guy, I think. Say it with confidence. Um, but yeah, so Short Term 12, really good movie. He's also directing Tokyo Vice, which is a kind of noir mystery 
uh, series that, that's coming out. I think it's on HBO Max. Doesn't help it's us, a, James. Yeah, right. no. What? But but anyway, like uh, yeah, he, he's I'm always down for noir. Yeah, so so um, you know, interesting director. Another interesting choice that like. We talk about this sometimes about how Marvel picks these interesting directors and then doesn't let them be interesting. That I'm sure they'll let him be interesting in certain ways and not in others. Kind of like with Captain Marvel, where the directors who were known for indie movies were kind of like, you know, the character stuff might be interesting, but the action and the sci-fi stuff is not interesting, you know. So they, they really need to uh, work on that stuff. Kevin Feige is a flawed god. He's a, he's not, <laughs> yeah, he's not yeah, a no, no. perfect. Um, but yeah, Shang Chi is basically, he's basically the greatest martial artist in the world. What about Iron Fist? He's, I reckon he's better than Iron Fist. But Iron, but see, Iron Fist has power. <laughs> Your trick Iron, comes so, getting okay, triggered. Okay, so Iron Fist has powers, right? Sha- the thing with Shang Chi is he's not, he doesn't have powers. He's just so well trained and so strong of mind and body. That even without powers in the comics, he's had no. He's known to have okay. defeated superpowered oh, enemies. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know. I'm excited for this. Film. Yeah, no, like, I know nothing about it, but I'm still down. Yeah. So, Cana- Chinese Canadian actor Simu Liu has been cast as Shang Chi. Uh, Aquafina uh, has been cast in an undisclosed role. Um, I don't like Aquafina. Really? No, I do not like Aquafina. Okay, she's a bit too awkward. Yeah, a little bit too cringe. I'm, not, not... <laughs> I'm sure she'll be like the comic relief character. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do we have to have comic? I suppose it's a, it's a Marvel comic book movie. I suppose that's an appropriate place to have comic relief. Yeah, I mean, there's a, like she can play the um, the Michael Pena kind of role, you know, like Ant Man. Like she can yeah, be the yeah, funny yeah. side. Like maybe does Shang Chi have a sister? I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. 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 Um, so what's interesting is that Tony Lung is playing the Mandarin. So not the Mandarin, not the fake Mandarin we see in Iron not Man ben Three, Kingsley? which is not reprising. <laughs> which his I don't have I'm a gonna, problem with. But I'm all gonna, the neckbeards. I'm going to take, take a page out of James's book and say it, that made me physically ill. Yeah, not me because I loved it. Iron Man Three is a great movie. It is a good movie. But a lot of a lot of neckbeards got angry because they appropriated <laughs> the Mandarin name. So you say neckbeard, but it's like I said, right? It's not about. <laughs> No, it's okay. not about delivering a good or bad performance. It's about taking a character from the comics yeah. and then sh- taking a so, giant no, dump no. on it. And, and I would argue they didn't do that because he's not the real Mandarin. He they they took a he na- was the real Mandarin until no, people complained so no. much that they made the short film. No, they did that, retcon no, 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 it in a little no, clip but that's what I'm later saying, on. That's what I'm saying is that clip. They just did that to appease to to shut up the neckbeards. If that clip never existed. The way Iron Man 3 presents it is that he was never the real man. There was no Mandarin. That's the point of the movie. It's genius. But then- they tricked he they tricked Iron Man. They tricked oh. the audience. That that never leaked before the movie. The audience didn't know that Mandarin was fake. If that was the real Mandarin, you would have been on board. If Wait, wait. Do you mean they- with the rings and the powers and all that? Yeah, like if Ben Kingsley as Mandarin had the rings and was never revealed as a fake actor, you would have loved it. You would have do you mean? Do you Jeez. mean? Yeah, but that's a different film. So yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying is before you fa- before the twist, you were on board. 
Yeah, but he didn't and actually like show a lot his of ne- powers. But that's what I'm saying. A lot of neck neckbeards were on board with Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin until they found out he was a fake actor and the Mandarin didn't I, exist. You know what? Nathan can back me up here, and I hated it as soon as I saw it. No, 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 he, no, 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 no. he did. No, no, he no, 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 that no, no. Movie. He was. No, 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 I was but disgusted but the tra- when you saw the trailer with Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin. Oh yeah, but you were fine. It's fa- yeah, because it's kind of false advertising. But, no, it's not. Is the movie kept a secret? And used the real villain, Guy Pearce's character, tricked everyone in, in the in-universe and in the meta audience, uh, world, real world audience, tricked. It was genius. It was a genius move. But, but they still took a dump on the Mandarin. No, no they on. didn't. That's my right, point. It's because the Mandarin never existed look, look, in this universe. We're going to have to agree to disagree <laughs> about Iron Man 3's strengths and or weaknesses because we're uh, not going to see eye say, eye on What this. I will say is if they didn't retcon it, then we wouldn't be able to have the Mandarin in this movie. Yeah, and I'm happy they did ret- like not retcon it. I'm happy that they edited, added in the real Mandarin. Another reason why I'm happy that they're doing this is because it's being played by Tony Leung, who is one of my favorite actors. Magnificent actor. And so I'm really excited for this. But, Callum, because we're on 2019 and the Mandarin is arguably not the best representation of an Asian uh, character, um, how are they going to re... re uh, Jig it up for a, a modern uh, audience. I think the only thing that's a bit awkward is is the he going to be the is he going to be the slick version, slick twenty nineteen version of the Mandarin? You know, you do you know what I mean? As long as like he's not going to have the long nails and the long hair and no, the no, dumb he's Fu just going to be he's just going to be a Yakuza <laughs> gangster. Look, look, what I'm hoping, try it. The, what I'm hoping is the, the the again the Mandarin if the, the the name didn't age well, yeah. But I'm just hoping he, however they present the character visually. Yeah. We'll see. They can take it in a number of directions and it could work yeah. fine. I'm hoping he has the rings and I'm hoping yeah. that well, the rings have The movie's effects. called The Ten Rings. Yeah. yeah. So it's about, I'm assuming it's about that. So yeah, as long as the powers are authentic yeah. and the essence of the character is so, the same in that he doesn't have to have the beard, but yeah. as long as he's like the crime boss this, who's not afraid to use magical power yeah. to get I, I reckon wants. they'll do that. They'll make him like a suit wearing, slick, you know, Asian uh, mob boss. Who, you know, gets the rings and uses them for his own, you know, to world domination or whatever. What's interesting is in the in the original comics, Fu Manchu is Shang-Chi's father. Now, Fu Manchu is another problematic character in 2019. So, are they going to retcon that? You know, are they going to change that? Or, I was thinking, it would be because Fu Manchu is a villain and Shang-Chi originally was Fu Manchu's, like, right-hand man. And until he found out his father was an evil you know, criminal, and then he changed allegiances and became a good guy. What if Shang-Chi in this MCU is the Mandarin's son and the Mandarin is a mob boss who, you know, is collecting the Ten Rings for his own world domination. Shang-Chi is a devoted to his father and to his cause and then finds out that his father is actually the Mandarin and an evil villain and becomes a good guy. So it's, it's a like, good idea. It's a, it's almost like a heist movie. Yeah, you, let's you, get you, let's get the ten rings off a of dad. Yeah, you 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 can't kill two birds with one stone. Where it's like we get rid of Fu Manchu, but we use his role. You turn his role into Mandarin, and also he's the villain. 
I think that uh, yeah, it, it's it sounds problematic. All these names and 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 you know things that were done in older comics. Yeah, I think as long as the cast is appropriately yeah. uh, oh. set. Yeah. I, I think most people will understand that. Yeah, this was made in a, in a you know decades ago. Uh, no, people don't. You know, you, you've seen the nah. internet. Yeah, people uh, don't yeah. understand. Nah, you know nah, what I mean. I yeah. think that Marvel yeah. can say, "Look, we're just adapting for a more modern audience. Some yeah. things we can't change. Some well, things we can." Like like you've been saying, and I agree with. As long as they keep the essence of what the character's about, if they change the character so completely. Yeah, like like we, what we talked about with James Bond in the last episode. Just make episode. a new superhero. Don't fuck. Just make yeah. Just don't just don't mess around. Yeah, just with, make um, make or or pick a new pick another character that exists that more f- closely fits what yeah, you're trying to do. Exactly, that's right. Um, what's interesting about Shang Chi is because he's like we said, uh, you know, not super powered, and he fights, you know, using martial arts, and his dad was a criminal, and then he changed alliances and and all that. And, you know, we were speculating that the Mandarin might be a mob boss in this version of the story. Um, it'll be cool to see, like, a, you know, more grounded action, obviously. Um, you know what would be interesting? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. But if they took the Mandarin in a direction where maybe he was an outcast from, like, the Doctor Strange universe. Like, that kind of... He has magical powers, but they kicked him out. Of um, that that it? might be because um, that can further connect that, yeah, two that, dots that, in the MCU. Yeah, that, that might be connecting it to the whole weird multiverse, and um, that's where he got the rings from. Phase, yeah, maybe cosmic he, phase four. The, the rings are artifacts from that sort of. Yeah, um, like, like, that's Strange's just an idea. I'm, obviously, we have no idea where it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's also slightly more interesting than mob boss. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. I'm sure he could still be a mob boss. Well, yeah, yeah he the, could, the backstory yeah, is yeah, yeah. he knows about the rings because he has X backstory. Yeah. Oh, that's why he has the rings because yeah. it's like he yeah. stole them from. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll be interesting. But as I was saying, uh, obviously, greatest martial artists in the world, they're going to have to have really good martial arts. Now, as we've just discussed many times on the show before, when it comes to action, Marvel is sometimes good and sometimes not so good. Yeah, and. In this case, they really need to buckle down, get a really good choreographer, really good cinematographer, sit down Where's and say, Yen? "Yeah, and say like, how are we going to do this? Let's not rush it. Let's not CGI it. John Wick just choreograph- yeah, choreographed hand to hand combat. John Wick is popular for a reason, you yeah. know. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mission Impossible is popular for a reason. You buckle down and you say, okay, we're going to shoot it like this. We're going to take the time. You buckled- we're not going to rush it. And we're not going to just be like, oh, yeah, people don't care about that. Like, you put pen to paper and you let Tom Cruise fly the helicopter. Exactly. <laughs> well, they, they don't have a choice in that, that time. You know, but like, they really need to you know, get that really good sort of you know, practical action, but also stuff you can see. No shaky cam. You know, really, really good. They really, really need to do a good job on this. Um, and it'll also be interesting because now that the Marvel Netflix shows have ended, you know, that the hand and heroes for hire, you know, iron fist stuff that stuff that was, this is a question though. Yeah. So how much are these still, even though the series is over, they're Mm. still technically in the MCU universe, right? Yeah. But, uh, so that, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of my point is, because that stuff has, can no longer be explored in, in the Netflix universes, it'll be interesting to see, if not in this movie, but in the next five, ten years of Marvel, um, you know, in Shang-Chi 2 or Shang-Chi 3, 
Will we see the hand? Will we see Heroes for Hire? Will we see Luke Cage and Iron Fist in the mainline MCU? I hope so. Because that'll be really cool. Because Shang-Chi fighting the hand, that would make sense, you know? But yeah, I think it's still too early for them to really explore yeah, those. No, things. and I think, I I think, think we, embargo, we, we just, yeah, we discussed on an early episode about how um, I think Disney can't use the Netflix, uh, you know, Daredevil and, and uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Punisher and Jessica Jones for like one or two years after the show's ended. So, yeah, we won't be seeing those for a while, but I'm just saying like, now it's that Kevin, perfect place now to that Kevin, them. yeah, now yeah. that Kevin Feige has has those characters technically back, I'm sure he's going to be working them in, and and this is the perfect place to introduce them. So next uh, release is in uh, American Spring or our Autumn. James is probably one of James's most anticipated yes. shows. Uh, so Autumn 2021, WandaVision, the new Disney Plus uh, series, six episodes on this one, uh, set after Endgame. So, kind of confirmed that they're going to bring Vision back somehow. Um, Paul Bettany, obviously, returning you know, it'd as be really, Vision. It'll be really interesting if the whole series is about his resurrection. Yeah. So, I don't want... What well, I'm, what I'm Paul, worried about... Paul Bettany gets the big dollars for sitting on a slang on a <laughs> slab on the a whole slab. season. <laughs> what I'm worried Sleeping. about... What I'm, <laughs> obviously, I know nothing about this TV show. Yeah. But what I'm worried about is... I. This is going to sound... I don't want a romance drama. Look, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I'll, like if it's just a romance drama from start to finish, I'll be a little bit disappointed. But I won't lie, I would also be kind of okay with that. I think it's um, nice to have a slower-paced yeah. exploration. And you, you want to develop their relationship more and so on. But yeah, also I would like to see Scarlet Witch and Vision fighting bad guys, using their powers, flying around. You know that would that's that's what I want See, that my, stuff too. I would like a quest to resurrect the vision. Yeah. So maybe you could have Vis- uh, Paul Bettany in through flashbacks, yeah. and well, then in the final episode, maybe he comes back. Mm. Then cue the Doctor Strange. It, it, um, yeah. Well, so we'll, crossover. We'll talk about that as well because there's like Kevin Feige has said, all the TV shows and movies are interconnected, and you have to watch them all to understand. You can't you can't skip the TV shows and just watch the movies. Um, so we'll talk about that that connection. So Paul Bettany's returning as Vision. Elizabeth Olsen is returning as Wanda. You know Scarlet Witch. But what's interesting is that Tayona Paris is in the show as Monica Rambeau, the adult version, who we saw the child version in the nineties in Captain Marvel. The Captain Marvel that should have gone with the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. But this is interesting. Why are they introducing her in the WandaVision show? Really awkward. Why not in Captain Marvel too? Or I feel like my there, there must be a good reason. My yeah. assumption would be so, at this point maybe she's already an established character. Well like this a is, hero. This is the thing is in the comic books, even though Monica Rambeau at one point took up the mantle of Captain Marvel, she's also her own superpower, a superhero. Yes. She's gone by many names. Yeah, the main you. the main ones being Photon, Pulsar, and Spectrum. So it's possible that in the quest to revive, resurrect Vision, Scarlet Witch somehow comes either comes across uh, Monica as a superhero or helps in creating Monica as a superhero. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, Elizabeth Olsen has said that the show is going to be very weird. Which oh, we're down. I'm down for that. Can Give I us some say, lynch. I'll get, that's actually, that's actually <laughs> what I was going to say. Can we have the whole WandaVision directed by David Lynch? And then I'd be down for it immediately. Like so, people talking yeah. backwards, strange trees. Uh, yeah. So I think like what what I want to see is like there was a comic book run recently where Vision like creates his own weird Vision family. 
Like that, I think if Scarlet Witch uses her powers to resurrect Vision and then uses her powers to create children and they have like it's a weird like family show like drama but it's also got this weird kind of tinge like to it like something yeah something's unsettling. not unsettling yeah something's a bit unsettling about it so that would be cool also they've said that th- they this show will show how Scarlet Witch gets her name because she has which they haven't, called, they have haven't they called, called her Scarlet no they just call her Wanda so but this also could mean and I don't know how much they've talked about this but we'll get to see her full breadth of powers. Like, she'll be able to unleash her full potential. So, that'll be really cool. Potentially, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to it because I, I love Vision um, and I love Wanda and both of them together and I really want to see how they bring Vision back because I was sad that they didn't bring him back yet. I think I think pop a series like this... Pop one of the stones back in his head, done. The stones are gone. They no. were destroyed. Oh, my bad. I think... A series like this would be the perfect intro to, like, the X-Men as well. Later on down yeah. the line. Well, we talked about in the end game, like, you know, if Scarlet, Scarlet Witch can create children, you know, and, and if and she is technically Magneto's daughter, even though they couldn't say that, but they, now they, they have the start, rights back. They could start exploring that. Yeah. She could, it, now, now they have the rights back. They have this series. They can say, well, she, actually, she was a mutant the whole time, and actually the, you know, the Mind, the mind Stone or whatever... Uh, stone it was uh just start you just start laying the seeds yeah it uh it it awoke it awoke her latent mutant abilities so yeah that'll be cool um so next release is may 7 2021 oh, man. is doctor strange in the multiverse of madness yes probably like, my so most hyped movie one maybe? one great title yeah two Multiverse confirmed. We were all speculating, you know, well, Kevin, how they were going to introduce that. Kevin Feige said ages ago, it was like movies and movies ago, they confirmed it then, but everyone was just like, eh. Did they? Yeah, it was, he said in Comic-Con, he's like, it's been confirmed for years. It but, was a like, plot point. We never... Where? Where? I'll, I'll look it up. Continue talking. Yeah. Um, so, Scott Derrickson is returning to direct. He directed the first Doctor Strange. Benedict Cumberpatch is also dire- uh, returning as Doctor Strange. What's interesting... And why I'm really excited is that Elizabeth Olsen is in the movie as Wanda, Scarlet Witch. And this, have, this movie if, apparently is coming out after, after WandaVision yeah, or around the same if, time. I'm wondering if in her quest, whatever that quest might be, yeah. she gets trapped in some multiverse so, location yeah, so and then Doctor Strange has to try and rescue is it, her. Is it possible that in her quest to, re, to re- resurrect Vision, she opens the multiverse or travels to the multiverse or goes to Doctor Strange and says, do you know about this multiverse? To get a different version of Vision because she's so... Like you know, pull one wants, out. Yeah. And in doing was, so, she opens a... You know, something bad happens. The multiverse was confirmed in the first Doctor Strange movie. Uh, do you mean uh, when he fights um, Dorm, Dormammu? No. Dormammu. It was confirmed when the Ancient One asks Stephen Strange, who are you in this vast multiverse, Mr. Strange? And she goes, uh, on, and she goes on to explain that magic in this universe, yeah. magic is drawn from every dimension across the entire okay, multiverse. Yeah, fair enough. But this uh, is the first time we're seeing something actually come out of that and not just someone mention it briefly. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we, we talked about how uh, in Spider-Man uh, Far From Home where uh, Mysterio claims to be from a, yeah. a different universe um, and we talked about how... You know, they could introduce the X-Men by saying they're from a multiverse. Um, but this is the first time where it's like, okay, this movie's going to be about the multiverse. We're, Doc- ex- we're exploring that concept. Yeah, and Doctor Strange is the perfect character to explore that. Oh, yeah. And it's really exciting. And the fact that Wanda is in it 
that's really interesting mm. and you know how are they going to play with that and you know and like i said in my in the end game review like doctor strange and scarlet witch two possibly two of the most powerful so which, characters in the mcu have which is coming I first guess, technically have have some similar powers which is coming first one division well, or because, doctor strange because one division doesn't have a date like a set release date and it's just the season it's. I don't think it's confirmed, but on the like release schedule graphic, this was I think just before it. Okay. So because uh, yeah, that would be interesting as well. Be, if this comes you after, saying... you know, if this does come, if this comes before they, you know, they introduce Vision and the multiverses and then go into uh, uh, Doctor Strange, but if it comes out after and and Wonder Vision comes out after, like they they introduce the multiverses, Scarlet Witch gets roped in, and then. Goes, oh, I can get Vision back this way, and then Wonder Vision is about yeah what she learned in in Doctor Strange. I think I think that's probably what'll end up happening. That'll be interesting. Yeah, I think that's what'll end up. Very happening. very interesting, especially since they tie together. It's going to be like, yes. well, she's got to get Vision back somehow. She'll yeah. get it back through the Doctor Strange, and movie. especially because you know, like she said, Wonder Vision's weird, and you know, this is their weird cosmic phase in MCU, and you know, the the multiverse is going to obviously be crazy, and the first Doctor Strange movie had some really cool things you know magical you know spinny things um so that's really cool and they've said that it's going to be like a gothic horror and assumedly assumedly a lot of lovecraftian crazy stuff going on only a couple times but we don't see enough lovecraftian yeah because it's hard to pull off and it costs money to to do it correctly so if they can pull this off it's going to be incredible oh yeah like you know Doctor Strange versus Cthulhu in the multiverse with Scarlet Witch backing him up. Like, pretty pretty cool. I'm down. You know? yeah. um, especially if they get a good villain from the, the comics, you know, one of the Doctor Strange comics who's like, like a... And they touch on this in the original Doctor Strange. Like Lovecraftian a, priest, dark priest or something. It's like they're a horrors just outside our universe. Like, the sort of... They, they can run with that. Yeah. They can do all sorts of stuff. I don't know... What, what, what's... um? Is it Mordo? Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor's character in the first Doctor Strange, the guy who starts off as a as a, a as a sorcerer and then he leaves and then he like and there's like a end credits stinger. Oh, um, the yeah. um, you know, at the end uh, of Doctor African Strange, African American gentleman. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. he's the English guy, I think. Oh my bad, yeah. I've got a picture up here. Um, yeah, um, but but you 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 remember like he he he's a sorcerer and then he like he doesn't like the ways Baron of Mordo Mordo yeah so I was right so yeah and he and he leaves the sorcerer's order and he becomes a villain um, and then we haven't seen him since then so maybe he's going to be the main villain he's going to open a portal to the Cthulhu you know ancient evil um, and Doctor Strange has to stop him or <laughs> he's Transylvanian in the comics. <laughs> Transylvania. That's so, that's so kind of weird. Like that's yeah, not so what specific. I was, yeah, Blech. Um, can I just say, and this is not going to happen, but yeah. I'm hoping that the bad guy in Doctor Strange, yeah, is Kang. The reason I don't think that will happen mm-hmm. is because that's like a Fantastic Four kind of bad guy. But Kang is like he's Doctor well, Doom's descendant. Yeah, but he's like an interdimensional terrorist. Well, I but, mean, they could. He's just really interesting, and he would tap into dark energies because because we don't know when Fantastic Four is happening. They could int- start introducing stuff that Fantastic Four will use yeah. later on. You know, like you can introduce a villain in Doctor Strange, who then becomes a bigger villain in yeah, 
you know, in 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 Fantastic Four. That's see, that's what I'm. I'm keen for Fantastic Four, but I think there's no. It hasn't yeah. officially been. They confirmed, haven't announced anything yet. But I, I reckon it'll probably take another minimum it'll take five a while. six years. Like yeah, and like the X Men, Fantastic Four will be easier to uh, oh, yeah. implement into the MCU. But still, it's going to take some work. And since we got this huge schedule. Like you know, they can start sowing the seeds. They now. They can start sowing the seeds, but then later, then they'll yeah. start introducing. Yeah, I think we're just about all out of time for the life portion of yes, the show. We are. We'll uh, uh, go we'll off be- air and keep recording because we got a lot more uh, MCU Phase Four release announcements. Um, thanks for listening. We'll be back in a sec. All right, so we're back and we're going to jump right in with the next uh, announcement, which was spring in America, which is autumn here, twenty twenty one. Uh, the Loki Disney Plus series. Now, this really sort of fits in with that cosmic phase. Yeah, makes but me kind also, of my nose. Yeah, though. also, what what is it? Is it standalone? Is it going to tie back in? Are they going to reintroduce Loki back into the movies? I hope not. Yeah, like with. I mean, I've talked about this a lot on the end. You know, in the end game review, especially. I love Loki. I love Tom Hiddleston. But Loki's been done to death. He was yeah. good. He was bad. He was good. He was bad. Like, just, he died, get rid of him. Now, I'll be happy to see the show. Um, I'll watch the crap out of it. It'll be fun, I'm sure. But, like... Is that what we want? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not super excited. And, well, like with all these shows, like, it'll be... We, we, say, we're, we say we're not super excited. No, no, But yeah. we're going to watch the fucking I'll, shit I'll, We'll watch all of them. But, <laughs> yeah. like, we, with all of these shows and movies, like, we'll just have to wait and see what they do with it. If they yeah. do something really interesting, like I'm sure, I'm sure Kevin has a plan. Yeah, yeah, and we'll just have to wait to see what it yeah. is. So far, he hasn't let us down that much. Yeah, but um, I think it was confirmed because we were speculating after Endgame whether this series where it was going to be set and how they were going to go about it. I think Kevin Feige has said that it is set after Endgame and will take place, or, or I should say, it takes place after the scene where Loki steals the yeah. space stone. So this is, but, but technically in the timeline, it's a prequel. Yeah. So technically, we talked about this on Endgame as well. Technically, this Loki is not the Loki from. It's a split universe. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. So I'm assuming they're not going to introduce him back into the movies. They're just going to be like, here's a fun adventure show because everyone loves Loki and Tom Hiddleston, and it's just a side uh, alternate reality show. We hope. Well, that's what we hope. Yeah. Um, there was, I think, a photo, like, re- like leaked of, like, Loki walking, like, in the 70s. So, it's, like we said, it's going to be, like, uh, in, in the in the Endgame review, we talked oh, about how it might we, be, like, uh, Loki's adventures, misadventures through time. Can we have Loki killing, um, JFK? Oh, God, don't. I'm not 100% against that. JFK is going <laughs> to reveal the existence of... But see, like... <laughs> So it's chaos. So, <laughs> aliens are actually Asgardians. So actually, this is, this is, this raises raises an interesting point. The Loki in this show is technically the Loki from the first Avengers movie, who is full full evil Loki before he turned good. You know, and I think they said, I think Tom Hiddleston and Kevin Feige said that that's that that's, that's this version. So this will be like fun evil trickster Loki, and not like. You know, end game like honor, uh, Infinity War honorable anti-hero you know, type. Yeah, guy, like yeah. a Thor Ragnarok, like uh, you know, anti-hero Loki. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, if he's like trying to get a hustle going, you know, 
maybe maybe it also depends like is it all set in the 70s i hope not i, I like i hope it's like a, an adventure through time adventure through and with this multiverse you know stuff that they're talking about um and this coming out after multiverse of madness and wandavision like are they gonna introduce some of that stuff like you know it's just loki being you know going through time going through dimensions it's like a fun kind of thing yeah like a standalone thing that would be, cool. be really cool so next release is summer of 2021 which is what our winter and is called what if and it's a another thing i'm very excited for actually animated anthology series which just basically details different alternate reality scenarios so now, like what if for me, this will live or die by its animation style. Yeah, it depends if are all episodes going to look the same. Uh, are they going to do a Love, Death and Robots thing where it's different uh, styles hope. of animation? That's which preferable. I, I would prefer that. I feel like it's just going to be a very generic animation style and they're all just going to be the same. Or it's like a comic book animation style. No. Like a motion comic. Yeah, like the Watchmen comic, you can get. Nah, on I don't. I wouldn't nah. like. Or that. like a classic X Men cartoons animation. Oh, if style. it's like an old school, like eighties designs of yeah. of the characters, that would be cool. But I want that. But see, because it's because each episode is set in a different alternate universe, they could do one episode where yeah, do the characters look classic. Do it different. Do one episode where the characters look gritty and modern. Do one episode where everyone wears funny hats. You know, like they can just you know do do you know different different art styles. I'm not and too keen. Like I'll like, what? Like I'll yeah. watch it, but I also feel like a what if scenario. Yeah. Like, why are you including that on your Phase Four timeline? It's not canon. It's, it's, it's just it's, mis- it's miscellaneous yeah, extras. They're, they're, this 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 is the most uh, out of the timeline. This is the most like standalone, yeah, just like, a fun animated show that's going on our Disney Plus service kind of thing. Like I I don't think I don't. I don't think this is one ties into the phase no, four no, as no, much no. as. But I'm just like, yeah, cool. But yeah. is that really a Sandio? Is that really a Comic Con announcement? Of course it is. <laughs> it's the perfect place for it. Um, Comic Con? No, I know. Yeah, like, like, why, like, why would they announce all their movies and TV shows and just leave out one because it's like it's slightly Thor, Love different. and Thunder. You got Blade. You got then yeah, but no, what but it's, if? A, it's an info yeah, dump. But, like, yeah, yeah it's, fine. it's like you, you have to have it all or, or not at all. You know, like it, it's it's no, the, if they're unveiling all their plans. Yes. No, I understand what you're saying. It's a lesser uh, important announcement, but it needs it's, to be in there. It's yeah, it's still part of their yeah. release schedule. Um, so again, this ties into the whole multiverse thing, which we're talking about, and which they're getting very big on in Phase Four. Which we um, want. We want that. We want that hard. Yeah, we want that weird shit. Um, Apparently, like all all the MCU cast is returning, you know Anthony Mackie, Paul Rudd, uh, like they're all coming and voicing their alternate. Will we versions. get more Robert Downey Jr.? Iron Man's still a big figure, and if it's alternate reality, what ifs? Yeah, of depends how much they want to pay. I'm sure he'll be happy to do a voice. Um, but what's interesting is Jeffrey Wright is cast as the Watcher, so he's going to like narrate the series and be watching these alternate, you know, scenarios. He's only wa- he's only watchers. doing that because Stanley died. Yeah, can you imagine oh, if Stanley had Stanley would have been great as the Watcher. Just you know? it could have, he could have had him sit, him sitting in a chair. Yeah, like now we're going to learn about. Yeah, like, that could have had a really kind of old school. That would be cool. Like you know, anthology opening. Yeah, 
Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, like a um, Rod flipping Sterling. Flipping the pages yeah. of a yeah. comic book. Yeah. Like, here's our next tale, flipping the pages yeah, of a comic like, book. Yeah. And that would have been, that been the per- that, that's his perfect <laughs> role in, in the MCU. That would have been cool. Not even as the Watcher, just like him sitting there being as like, Stan yeah. I'm Stan like, Lee. Like, yeah. I'm Stan Lee. Yeah. We're going to hear some interesting <laughs> yeah. stories. Or that would be cool. See, then you would have been excited for the show. <laughs> I think it's Stan Lee. <laughs> well, look, we can get the best. Get rid of Jeffrey Wright, put Kevin Smith in. I'd be down mm, for that. No, I love no, this one. That's not the sa- that doesn't has doesn't have the same doesn't level the same of weight of Stanley. That's true. And Jeffrey Wright, I love Jeffrey Wright. So, um, next announcement was uh, fall of twenty twenty one, which is our spring. The Hawkeye Disney Plus series. The yeah. content that should Watch- have been seen before Endgame. Exactly. What's interesting though is while I was researching these, this one seems to have eight episodes. So all all the other Disney Plus series It's because series they have to do more to have, work on his character. Maybe. But like all the other ones have been six, as far as I know. Yeah, it's because they actually have a character in a backstory where for Hawkeye, they're going to yeah. have to make it up as they go. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is like, like with all these shows we keep talking about, what are they going to do with it? What are they trying to do? Oh, are they trying Hawkeye to said. Are they trying to set Hawkeye up as the next, you know, big... Uh, character in the MCU. Nah. Or because they have announced that Kate Bishop is going to be in the show. Yeah, I reckon like, it's, it's going to be It's going to be the part. Isn't it? I, Which, read, I read that this show is in the space between the snap and endgame. Where isn't it about his progression from to, to no, being Ronan? No, no, no. I don't think so. No. I don't think. Oh, maybe. I'll, I'll look it up. I've read somewhere that this that might, show be, involves his transition from the snap to Ronan. We'll, we'll talk about that. Let me go through my dot points and we'll go. We'll circle back to that. So Jeremy Renner obviously returning as Hawkeye. They're introducing Kate Bishop as Hawkeye's protege. You know that that mentor student kind of relationship that was in the comics. They haven't cast Kate Bishop yet though. Um, it's apparently being like loosely based or based on the 2012 Hawkeye comic series, which apparently was really, really good. I haven't gotten around to reading it yet. In the Endgame review, I speculated that they might be rewriting Kate Bishop as his daughter, because in Endgame, they aged up his daughter quite substantially yeah. in between when you see her in, I think, Age of Ultron and when you see her in Endgame. And she goes from like a five-year-old to like a fifteen-year-old, and yeah, so I was like, good, "Why yeah. would they do that unless they're going to use his daughter as his protege?" She becomes Hawkeye. So, he becomes Ronan. From what the article I just yeah, read, no. But uh, what I'm saying, yeah. you, you, so what I'm saying is, uh, the daughter is not Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop is a sec- separate character. Ah. So I was, I was just confused as to why they aged up his daughter. Maybe they just made a mistake, or, or you know, whatever. But um. You know, if Kate Bishop is going to be a separate uh, character. Uh, so, yeah. So, if it is uh, set in, in that gap, like you said, that'll be really interesting because we'll get to see more Ronan, which is badass. But because he's lost his family, he doesn't have his daughter, he doesn't have his wife or sons. He, he you know, he, he kind of, uh, what humor calls it, like uh, imprints uh, upon Kate uh, his yeah. loss, you know. So he he takes her under his wing and treats her as a you know as a as a as a daughter figure, trains her to be the new Hawkeye. But then I'm hoping that you know once the snap is reversed and you know his family comes back and and he, he uh, can chill out a little bit. He can chill out and maybe that's why he passes the mantle to Kate who he was training as Ronan. So from what I read... Because that'll be cool. I'll actually be yeah, down to see that. Yeah, definitely. From what I read, Kevin Feige said that the show will basically explore his time as like Ronan, I guess. Yeah. Um, that- so I think, yeah, I think if it's set between the snap 
and between what, yeah, what we, where War we and see Endgame. him as yeah. Ronan. You know, though, I reckon, like, uh, you know, in an ideal world, yeah. this would have been its own self-contained movie before Endgame. Like, like, like with the Black Widow, it's kind of too little too late. It's like Hawkeye, if they are retiring his character, and, and they did leave him out of Infinity War, like, they, yeah, they needed to do more work to bring him back before Endgame rather than have him in Endgame, have him lose Black Widow, and then, you know... Like yeah, like you do. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they need to work more up to this point. They didn't earn any of yeah. the 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 character drama that they yeah. Had they kind of skipped. They skipped it all, and now they're going back and filling it in. And I hope I hope the one small the one small I guess positive we might get out of this sort of you know this I guess this lost period of what we should have seen on the screen mm. is that maybe in this show we'll get to see some more of that almost leftoversy vibe we got at the start of Endgame. That'll be cool if they like explore the world. Yeah, explore it's dealing with whole, grief, right? Like, because, you know, one of the best scenes of Endgame was the whole Captain America yeah. support group. Exactly. So, if they introduce that idea of, like, the kind of post-apocalyptic, trashed, empty world. Yeah. And Ronan just being, like, an angry Punisher dude who just wants revenge. And then Kate is his, I guess, moral Com- yeah, compass. compass. Yeah. Yeah. I, wa- um, I, want, I hope the show... I really hope the show explores that side of it. Yeah. Like, that... I guess at this point... That, it's almost an alternate timeline. Yeah. I mean, and I, I really like Hawkeye and I really like Jeremy Renner, but, you know, his character never really got the full... Yeah, and that's uh, not his fault. Trim, no. But if they are handing the mantle down to Kate, like, this, you know, this show is the best way to do it, to, to do it over a longer period of time and actually tell the story instead of just cramming into a movie. But also that means that if there is, you know, uh, another Avengers movie or, you know, in, in future MCU movies... We can have the new Hawkeye being Kate. Um, and he can come and, back as Ronan if he has to. Yeah, and, and I mean, in the comics, there are like two Hawkeyes. There's like his Hawkeye and then her Hawkeye. And then Bullseye becomes Hawkeye for a while. I mean, everyone becomes everyone in the comics, you yeah. know, like like we said with Norman Osborn, you know, like, you know, like Dr. Octopus becomes Spider-Man. <laughs> like, it's crazy. <laughs> but anyway, um, what was I saying? Yeah, if they are, you know, handing the mantle down to Kate... And then she takes it up in future MCU films and not just in this side TV universe. That would be cool too. Like, here's the new Hawkeye, you know. Yeah. Here's Sam as Captain America. You know, here's Captain Marvel and, and Doctor Strange and, and and Scarlet Witch. And they're the new Avengers. And as long as they Kate- earn it, it'll be fine. Yeah. And they're, if they're laying the groundwork on the shows, it'll be fine. This yeah. version of Captain Marvel, though, would never join the Avengers. She's too busy doing things in space. Yeah, no, she's oh. too busy doing her own thing. Which we never get to see because it's all off screen. <laughs> you know, you just know she's chilling at like Space Maccas, right? It's like, oh, yeah, no, no, I'm too busy. I'm saving yeah. universes. Yeah. I'll have Can a I speak your manager, please? Yeah, I'll, have, I'll cosmic, have a space quarter, quarter cos- pounder, please. Yeah, of a cosmic uh, Sunday. Um, <laughs> so, next announcement. The big announcement. Yeah, big one. November 5th, 2021. Thor, Love and Thunder. The best logo of the bunch by far. Wicked, awesome, radical, bodacious, yeah. uh, uh, 80s metal But that's what we logo. want. That's what we want. Like, more, even more so than Ragnarok. Cool title. Fits in with the whole reboot of Thor being a cool metal, like... Taika Waititi returning. As director. Awesome. So good. And, you um, know, you said before, earlier in the episode, that there are really no bad Marvel movies. Yeah. 
Thor, Thor one Th- and two get close. They're, they're not. They're not bad. They're they're, they're enjoyable. Um, Thor two scrapes yeah. the bottom of the barrel, man. But like, yeah, no, there are a few that are not great. But like, in terms of overall movies and superhero movies, especially DC movies, like, like what even DC the worst, movies? even the worst yeah. MCU film is pretty good. You know, yeah, considering helpful. as much as we complain about you know Captain Marvel and stuff, like it's still not that bad but considering how bad some movies yeah. are. It's been a big turnaround for Thor. Yeah, considering oh, some of the Tark worst Watiti. to some of the best. Yeah, considering some miracle. Star Wars movies that have been coming out lately. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, Taika Waititi returning as director, Chris Hemsworth returning as Thor, Tessa Thompson returning as Valkyrie, and drum da, da, drum da. roll drum roll. Natalie Portman returning as Jane Foster and confirmed as the female Thor. Yes. That's fine. That's, that's awesome. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. That's the most unexpected announcement. Yeah. Well, that's the only reason they'd get her back is if she played Thor, which well, is fair That's enough. the thing. We talked about in the Endgame review how, as far as I knew, Natalie Portman wasn't really interested in returning to the MCU. She didn't really like her role as Jane in Thor 1 and 2. And there wasn't a lot to like, and let's be fair. Exactly, and that's that's 100% understandable. Jane was never... She was the and love interest who was never like, particularly now, an interesting Now, Natalie Portman's a great actress, right? Yeah. It's not her fault. No, exactly. And so she decided not to return for Thor Ragnarok, and that kind of worked out because Thor Ragnarok u- was used as sort of a soft reboot of Thor, yeah. and it worked really well, and Taika Waititi you know, was a big part of that. So this but does now, happen in the comics? Yeah. So it's, the, from, from that perspective, it's yeah. 100% cool. But Very legal, very cool to quote the president. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but like, like Nellie Portman returning after apparently not being happy with the MCU, like I think that's just, it points as, at to what's really strong about Taika Waititi and what they're doing with the character. Yeah. Like Taika Waititi is just an interesting director. I'm sure he's fun to work with. And I'm sure that uh, wow. got her interested. But also her being Thor, it's like, well, now I have something to do, you know? Now she yeah. has something to see- sink her teeth into. The reason he made this decision is apparently he was reading the comics and he liked that arc. Okay. So the fact that our boy Taika yeah. uh, reads the comics to kind of help formulate the kind of ideas he can go with, that's excellent. Because the, one of the problems I have... Always a good have, sign for Callum. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, legit. <laughs> one of the problems I have is some people, and not so much with the kids, Kevin Feige runs a tight ship, yeah. but I think one of the reasons the DCU uh, fails so spectacularly... Yeah, it's because it's made by people they who don't, don't understand like... The they comics. don't like or understand their comic characters. <laughs> right, and I think that's also one of the failings of Captain Marvel as well, is I feel like some of the characters, they didn't understand some of the characters, or yeah. they just didn't care. Yeah. So I think that the fact that... It's now a lot of pe- some incels, and I will say incels with an underline, yeah. got upset about this. It could be a spectacularly good film, but when when it happened in the comics, some people thought it was great. Some people thought it was Look, a cop out. Yeah, my concern is, are there going to be two concurrent Thors at once in the MCU? Well, that's the problem we risk. Taika no. Waititi is an intelligent so, director, so I'm yeah. sure he will work this out. So the fact that Natalie Portman, as far as we know, was not interested in returning up until this point, perhaps points to the fact that she will only be returning for this film. Like a like a like um, a, a sort of a, a uh, final Harrison Ford scenario. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> like I'll do it, but you got to kill me off or something, or you got to write me out. So you know, I don't. I don't think Natalie Portman's like, I'm going to sign up for five more movies, you know? Yeah. So I'm assuming that, yeah, we'll get her back. Well, she'll become Thor. But they're but taking at, that comic arc to heart. Yeah. At the end of the movie, she'll die or return to normal and Thor will become Thor again. I mean, we should say she's not 
becoming Thor, she's becoming the god of thunder or goddess well, of no, thunder. Well, no, so so what happens, at least in the comics, yeah. is they she, changed the way it works in a sense she, so that Thor is whoever wields the hammer. Thor yeah. changes his name from, to Odinson. Yeah, from, from what I understand, Thor loses the worthiness to carry the hammer. Odin... Does Odin... Is Odin in it? Anyway, but Jane has cancer. She becomes worthy enough to wield Molnir. Yeah, and the, the text on Molnir changes to whoever whoever so is whoever is worthy enough. Yeah. She shall now wield the powers of Thor. Yeah. So, and so she becomes the female Thor. Yeah. And but yeah, Thor Odinson still exists. Now, the thing is, because of course but, Thor is an actual god. Yeah. In at least in the comics. In, yeah. And in the new movies. Yeah. He still exists, even we, though she's Thor. Yeah. He does his own thing. Yeah. So the interesting but, thing. Yeah. But so I'm just trying to explain the comic run and how they might adapt it. So she gets cancer. Uh, Thor loses the worthiness to wield the hammer. She wields the hammer. Um, and becomes the new Thor, but every time she uses, I think we talked about this. Every time she uses her powers, yeah. it, it like uh, flushes makes the her, chemo drugs out of her system. Yeah, pretty much uh, is detrimental to her health. Um, and eventually, she has to give it up or whatever. Um, so, if Natalie Portman is returning for this one last time, one that I think that's really good because it'll finally give an, a I'll proper satisfying ending and yeah. will round out the love story between Jane and Thor, which was kind of cut short after Thor 2 and she didn't return. Um, so that, that relationship will, will be rounded out. But also, yeah, she'll, she'll, perhaps she'll get cancer or something and she'll have to take up the mantle of Thor. You know, Thor might go to save her and go, the only way I can save you is if you take the hammer or whatever. Or, you know, we, we still don't know... He's, you know, after Endgame, he's still kind of... He doesn't really know where he belongs. He doesn't know yeah. who he is. He'll go back to and Jane and she'll be like, you're fat. <laughs> but and we, he'll be we like... Were, we, we, were speculating, be we were speculating, like, Thor doesn't know where he fits in. Yeah. He's gone off with the Guardians. He's kind of, you know, floating around. You know, and we were speculating, like, he, he becomes the new Odin. He becomes the yeah. new leader of Asgard. So, yeah, in the comics, there's a run, and this is not connected to Fem Thor. Yeah. But in the comics, there's a run in which there's no longer an Odin. So he essentially replaces Odin. He mm-hmm. becomes what's called Rune King Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I haven't read the arc, so maybe I butchered that, but yeah. that's just from what I understand. Uh, he does double the trials of Odin. So in folklore, Odin under undergoes a series of trials in which he gains his powers. Yeah. Uh, you know, like he loses an eye, he spends seven days on the world tree, etc., etc. Yeah. In in Rune in the Rune King Thor arc, Thor loses both of his eyes. I think he spends fourteen. If if it's doubled, he would spend fourteen days on the world tree and so on. Yeah. So essentially, he becomes double the power of Odin. Yeah, which but obviously they would, won't they won't adapt that part. That's a but they, they might itself. yeah they might adapt the fact that he takes up the mantle of the you know the new leader of Asgard yeah. while which he was Jane, sort of de facto anyway. Which in, he kind of is. but also they they explain that you know at the end of Endgame, Valkyrie you know Thor says something like I have to go off and you know find my own self and and you have to find your own king and. And she says, or queen, or something like that. And at the at the Comic-Con panel, Tessa Thompson, who plays Valkyrie, said something like, I'm, you know, I need to find my queen. So, you know, there's speculation that, like, she's, you know, going to get involved with Jane, uh, either romantically, because they've confirmed that uh, Valkyrie is bisexual, or just the fact that she's looking for a new leader. Someone to serve. Yeah, it's like, 
So, you know, I don't think they'll install Jane as, like, the new leader of the Asgardians, no, especially especially they'll be out of nowhere, and especially if Natalie Portman isn't going to return I'm for 10 sure, more movies. I'm pretty sure Femthor has it off with the Falcon in the comics as well. So that'll be interesting. But that, yeah, course, that, that won't happen. Keep, but they're yeah, not going to keep Jane yeah. Foster in the MCU for very yeah. long, I'm sure. Uh, the com- like we said, the comics are really weird, and everyone is everyone, and everyone's had it off with everyone. But yeah, like my my ultimate uh, point is they can introduce Jane as well, it's raining pretty hard. You can, yeah, I was like, the tin shed's about to blow over. Oh, well, you can probably hear that in the recording. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, Just but, speak over it. Speak a little louder. Yeah. So what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> sorry um, guys <laughs> sorry we're, we're recording in so, a context we're recording in a tin shed basically yeah so when there's like, bad weather remember in school you had those portable classrooms it's effectively basically that, yeah. that with some recording equipment and yeah. a little bit of insulation yeah. obviously not very effective. Not, not much yeah there's like no soundproofing in these <laughs> so um, occasionally you can hear the weather or some are doing doughies anyway, yeah doing doughies in the car park <laughs> um so what was i saying yeah so they might introduce Jane as Thor, but it's like a, a, a way, a more of a way to bring an end to yeah. the love story of Jane and Thor um, and write uh, Jane out, pro- like give her a satisfying ending. And in doing so, also give Thor his purpose back because he's kind of a, still a bit, yeah. you know, he doesn't really know where he fits in. He needs to and work off the donuts. He's still, yeah, we, we'll, we'll see. Like maybe he, he gets that training montage that Nathan wanted in um I just, Endgame. I feel like they could have done it in a comic book way, but just well, swing his hammer maybe, for a little bit. Maybe like you said, where, where uh, Jane is like, you're fat and he gets really uh, sad and then he's like, t- training montage. <laughs> but I feel like as, a, as an Asgardian, as a superhero, he could just throw his hammer oh, around yeah, and we yeah, just, no. I would just want a really cheesy, like flab melting, ab building, Transformation. Yeah. He's like swinging it. I feel around. like that's cheating. A flash though. of lightning, and then he's, he's yeah, it. yeah. Like I know he's a god, but I think that's cheating. And but like I, I think Callum and I were talking off air one time. But like the way they, the way Thor's powers work in the MCU, they play fast and loose with that. Yeah, they do. at first it was like you have to be worthy to hold the hammer, and then Odin was like, "Are you the god of hammers? You know, you're still Thor without the yeah. uh, the hammer." And then <laughs> Infinity War, they're like, "He needs his hammer." You know, and then like now there's there was two hammers in in Endgame, um, but also, then they sent thing- they sent Molnir back to a- the the timeline. So if uh, Jane does wield Molnir, it'd have to be a new Molnir. So yeah. maybe Thor creates a new Molnir to give to her for. a for some reason to cure a cancer. Well, I don't and know. This, is, this is super petty of, of me to nitpick like this yeah. because I loved Endgame. Yeah. But if we're going to start making it so whoever's worthy enough to hold um, Molnir physically Becomes transforms, yeah. Cap just stayed Steve well, Rogers. When exactly, he it yeah. Up. And like, vi- Vision as well. So I'm like They should have had a, you know... Yeah. I mean... It's petty. No, but yeah, that's what I'm saying is there, there's no... It's the MCU, said, fast and loose. The MCU, yeah. they don't really have a, a specific like rule of how Thor's powers work. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting that they might have to introduce right. a new Molnir. I'm pretty sure Superman can lift Molnir. I think there was a crossover in which he wields the hammer. Of course he can. He's, the, just, boy, he's the blue boy scout. I'm like, just pointing that out. Just, our what? boy Supes can wield it. Yeah, no, that makes, that makes 100% sense. Um... <laughs> So the only thing is this, you know, because Guardians of the Galaxy three was pushed back to after James Gunn finishes his Suicide Squad movie um, in twenty twenty one. So Guardians of the Galaxy three won't come out till after twenty twenty one. That sucks. So this Thor, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, which comes out at the end of twenty twenty one, 
will assumedly be set before Guardians of Galaxy 3, but also, like, so that kind of adventure with Thor and the Guardians, we'll see how that works out. I'm kind of... I'm disappointed it got pushed back. Yeah. But I'm kind of glad it it's, did because it's better. I'm, I'm glad that Taika gets to do the next Thor and yeah. I'm glad that James Gunn gets to continue exactly. his run on Guardians. It's better that he gets to finish Guardians than just some other guy does it. Like, Taika would have done a good job. Oh, definitely. But I'm glad Taika's doing Thor. But, if, they're yeah. gonna, if anyone can handle Love and Thunder, yeah. it's Taika. I yeah. wouldn't, honestly, I don't know if I'd trust anyone else no. to handle such a divisive arc in the comics to say yeah. the least because a lot of and also really yeah didn't like that. and also to continue what he did so well in ragnarok which was make thor cool again yeah he understands yeah the essence of not just thor but yeah the whole the whole, the whole 80s metal, metal comic like, kind of thing all, yeah like awesome power the led and, zeppelin soundtrack yeah yeah like he got that yeah like, I don't think they really got that with Thor One. No, Thor, you know Thor I mean? One. Like, well, I think we talked. I think <laughs> we talked about this maybe on the old show, maybe not on Tuesday Review, but like because Ke- Kenneth Branagh did the first Thor, and you know he's like you know Shakespeare and all that, and he's like it's Shakespeare, you have to be like big, and and we were like no, he's play Thor, like he's like like <laughs> he needs to be a heavy metal eighties al- album cover, like yeah. Man O' yeah. War, like ridiculous. Like ripped dude, like it needs to be a cool kind of yeah, which is what Taika got, and yeah. which he's carrying on into Love and Thunder with the cool logo and. So I'm keen, keen as a jelly bean. Hype, much hype, <laughs> a lot of hype, so much hype this week. No, oh, I know it's um, hype. it is hype week. So Black Panther two was that that was announced? Y- no, it wasn't announced. That's that's why I put it at the very end of the notes here. Because oh, it's coming. It, it's definitely coming out, but we just don't know when. It's not in phase four. Yeah, it, they didn't. They didn't put it in a into the timeline of the releases. So I'm keen for it. Um, I'm happy to wait. Yeah. Look, all these movies we're I know, really looking we're not, forward I mean, we're to. We're not exactly. We're not exactly. So yeah, it's like we're not if, starving for Marvel if, content. <laughs> yeah, like if you know, if this is meant to be the cosmic phase. Let's maybe not put Black Panther in the cosmic yeah. phase. Unless they send him to space. Yeah. Yeah. Black Panther in space would be cool. Yeah. yeah. And But the one thing but that should have been in the fo- cosmic exactly. phase... Captain Marvel 2 was not in the phase 4. So, again... like You know what? The- I'm, I'd be happy if Captain Marvel 2 is Monica Rambeau and you leave Carol Danvers oh. out of it. Just get rid of Carol Danvers. Make her a side character. I don't care about Carol that Danvers. That would be really interesting if Brie Larson... She's got that... that she's got that... Oh, can I speak to the manager haircut? Yeah. She's kind of like, I'm too busy for everyone else. Like, Monica Rambeau's where it's at, man. Mm. In the comics too, not just in the, not yeah. just in the MCU. It's, yeah, it's interesting that they introduce... They're going to introduce Monica... Uh, adult Monica, I should say, yeah. in uh, WandaVision. In WandaVision? No, in... Um, where did I say she was going to be? I think it is WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision. Yeah, which is really weird. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she so, gets her powers. She yeah, becomes that's, Captain that's what Marvel, I was saying. Yeah. yeah, and then they're not doing Captain Marvel two in this Phase Four. They should have made it the start of Phase Four, as I said, and yeah. made Black Widow where Captain Marvel was released last year. So last year, Captain Marvel. When was Captain Marvel released? Early this, this year. This year. Yeah. yeah. This year. So, but you know what I mean. They should have been yeah. swapped. Yeah. Definitely. Black Black Widow's release and Captain Marvel's release should have been swapped. Yeah. And Captain Marvel should have been the start of Phase Four. And be like, and you could still have introduce adult Monica Rambeau in yeah. the same place. Um, and all you'd have to change is that Captain Marvel doesn't show up at the end of Endgame. That's all you'd have to change. Yeah. And you know, at the start, which you know, you can re- easily rewrite that and make it a better film. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so hopefully it won't be Carol. But- yeah, um, but I mean, it will be because I don't think Brie Larson signed on to one, you know, one, no, well, to one or two movies. Well, yeah, you know? I mean, but yeah. like it's interesting that Black Panther two and Captain Marvel two a team up announced would, would be more palatable for me. That would be cool. Yeah, I'd be I'd be cool with that. Yeah, and last but not definitely not least, Blade. Mahershala Ali was announced now, as Blade. He was characterized in the announcement so cool. as a vamp, as a human. What is it? A human with vampire strength is how they characterized it. Is that what I, I said? I can't remember what you said the other day. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Blade is being characterized as a human with vampire strength drives me the wrong way. Has Mahershala yeah, so Ali played a bulky character before? Because, uh, granted, the last thing uh, I watched him in was True Detective. He's pretty big in uh, Moonlight. Like he wasn't, it wasn't an action movie, but like he had he muscles. Was pretty, okay, because Blade is a. Bit. But even not, like he's he's like not a he's not a small guy. No, Blade's yeah, but Blade's a. I'm sure he can do it. What are we talking no, about? He's, he's, he's Marshall Ali. Yeah, but um, what what you were saying, Callum, was the way they described the new Blade in the uh, yeah, Phase Four a, announcement. A human or, with vampire No, this is strength. technically not a Phase Four announcement. No, this is just a concurrent a to that. Yeah. yeah, which is interesting. We'll talk about that. But yeah, the way Ke- uh, the way Kevin Feige or yeah. whoever was announcing a it human said that with vampire strength in yeah. quotation marks. Which we were arguing the other night about how Blade is actually like half human, half vampire. Yeah. In the, at least in the comics, he's characterized differently. And yeah. In the, even in I the think, older movies, I, I think I think it's nothing. I can see your your oh, no, no, problems think, with it, I but I think someone misspoke. Just, yeah, I think it's just. I the, think the way in they, the actual yeah. movie, it will be quite different than the way it's yeah. been characterized now. Like I think they're they're not dumb enough because people have seen the Wesley Snipes movie. Yeah. People, also, people know what Blade is. They probably now. don't even have a full script yet. No, this is yeah. So, this is just the I announcement think, they're going to reboot it with Mahershala Ali, which is awesome. Kevin Feige said something along the lines of when Mahershala Ali calls you about a movie you pick up the phone i think i think mahershala ali approached he contact them yeah i think mahershala that's ali that's cool from what i read mahershala ali well hopefully went, that means he's really into it yeah well maybe from, he had his own idea from, yeah from what i read which they won't let him do because it's disney yeah <laughs> <laughs> no from what i read mahershala ali approached marvel about making blade oh with him as the titular character that's interesting mm. that's what i read on the internet oh, um, man, so i'm excited what 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 I like one this is great because you know what that two, means he's got passion for it too. Yeah. like you don't want some guy who just phones it in. No, exactly. Oh yeah, I'm Blade. Watch out, vampire. Yeah. Ah. But two because this is technically not announced as part of the Phase Four lineup and wasn't given a release date and wasn't is as far as we know isn't into production yet. Yeah, Mahershala Ali is, pitched the he pitched the movie to Kevin Feige. Ooh. He pitched it. Ooh. Yeah. So this this makes me more excited. I know. But also ties into my next point, which is because this is not an official face for Marvel MCU announcement, is this going to be R? Is it going to be released as a separate... It's in the MCU. ...standalone movie? Yeah, but is it going to be in the MCU the same way the Netflix shows were, but this time made by Marvel? If that know. makes sense. I'm not sure. Now, probably not you know because what? Disney wants to be safe. And Who's on oh no, Sony's in charge of the, the uh, Morbius movie, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. See, that's another thing. Then there's all the rights issues with all the villains. All there. the other vampires. Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah, that's that's a weird thing in itself. But Blade needs to be R. Like, at, at they can least they can, M. The, yeah, the MC, like, Callum, uh, you know, you have to stick with my uh, American terminology, R and PG-13. There's no M or MA in the yeah, okay. American. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it has to be R. It can't be PG-13. If the MCU could pull off a PG-13 blade, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fun. 
But really, vampires are not PG thirteen. He kills vampires with a sword. Needs to be needs needs to be up. You don't want one of those things where he just slashes and there's no blood and Blade, they kind of yeah. just disappear into smoke. Blade one and two. Two of the earlier uh, superhero movies. Two of the best superhero also, movies. Also, one of the first superhero movies to have a black protagonist. Exactly. Which is important, but people tend people to not forget care. It. Also, like, it was before the MCU, is before this yeah. oversaturation of, of superheroes. Um, you, you probably won't be able to live up to that just because of the nature of the industry now. But if you are going to try and make a Blade now... You've got Mahershala Ali, an extremely talented guy, great casting. Don't squander it by going, we're just going to slide him into the MCU and make a forgettable, clean, safe He would not family. do that. No, no, no. Yeah. Well. Now, if Mahershala did approach Kevin Feige with an idea, hopefully it was something more, if not more adult and more mature, like and violent you know at least something more interesting than just i want to be part of the mcu yeah. you know like hopefully he didn't just call kevin feige up and go can i play blade in an mcu movie hopefully he went up like look i want to make blade and it has to be cool as shit yeah, yeah like i do want to make it with me i like the idea of like, him sitting in his house thinking about <laughs> blade like does he read comics what is his house like i don't know like, is, is he like cotton mouth is he like a really smooth motherfucker <laughs> all the time or is yeah. he just like a normal dude I'm just like, I, I love the idea that he's like reading a Blade comic. He's like, I can do yeah. this. See, also, he's Cottonmouth and he's also Blade. Like, and he, the, uh, the, the Netflix universe doesn't mean shit anymore. It didn't mean shit in the first place because the MCU can do whatever they want. Alfred Woodard plays two different characters. Like, they can do whatever they want. But my point is, if they want to live up to the first two Blade movies, I like to think- they're going to have to really, really do something special. And something special in this case would, would be making an adult standalone Look, film, possibly even releasing it under not not the Disney banner. Release it under the Marvel banner, but the, stu- the studio... Like a Marvel Knights movie. Yeah, exactly. Either that or like a Marvel and then... Because, you know, Disney owns everyone. Um, you know, release Fox it... Fox Searchlight. Yeah, release or... a Searchlight. Or I think they own Touchstone, if I'm not mistaken. You know... Look, still have all the Marvel stuff, but, you know, keep it away my, from the Disney. Because the Disney brand is family-friendly, yeah. and you don't want to tarnish that. Here's my, my assumption well, is that want. it will be a mainstream MCU movie. Mm. Might be slightly more violent than the other movies, but it will maintain a PG rating. Yeah. But it will be very well choreographed. So, I think it won't be ultra-violent. There won't be that much swearing. Yeah. But it will be... It will still well, be an engaging action movie, yeah. but it won't be like the original movies. Yeah. Like, like if they do it in the MCU and it's a PG-13 film, like Shang-Chi, which we were just talking about, they have to really buckle down and get the martial arts and the action yeah. right. If they're not going to have blood and stuff, they have to at least get the action well yeah. done. Well, I mean, I'm sure more information will be forthcoming over the yeah. years or whatever. Well, yeah, long this it is takes. really early announcement, but it's exciting news and yeah. hopefully they can... Because, I mean, yeah, like, I just, I want to see a good Blade, because Blade Trinity was so, so bad, just the worst piece of shit, and there was that live-action Blade series, which I never really watched. I like the fact that they had to CG the eyes on Blade. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, yeah. Because Wesley Snipes wouldn't open his eyes at the scene. But, like, like, we need another good Blade movie. And I think at this point, now that superhero movies have oversaturated the market... And Mahershala another, Ali is one of the most talented yeah, actors in yeah. the industry today. But at this point, we, another good Blade movie means another good Blade movie. Yeah. Violent, 
cool action, cool black leather vampire, you know, sunglasses violence, wearing. I mean, violence, I don't know. I, it, but what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this has to be a special movie. It can't just yeah. be another MCU movie. Because we got 10 MCU movies right here that we just talked about. Yeah. And all of those, and we're going to love all no, those. We're going to watch all but those. we want Mahershala need, Ali's Blade. Blade, yeah. Violent, yeah. like, cool as the shit. The violence is inferred in the name alone. Blade. Blade, Blade yeah. And like you said, <laughs> these vampires, they suck blood. Like, it's, it, yeah. It, look, I don't know, man. It's not called foam. It's called Blade. <laughs> foam. Nerf. <laughs> uh, in terms of uh, doing things differently, yeah. uh, Kevin Feige has always been a bit uh, um, wary to talk about uh, the Fantastic Four and the X-Men, mm-hmm. but someone asked him about X-Men, and mm-hmm. he, he had a response, which was, whatever we do will be quite different than what's been done before. So, m- I, I but- think people misunderstood that as an official okay. confirmation that the, X- the X-Men movies yeah. are happening. Oh, yeah. He didn't say that. No. Uh, that was the assumption that if they get the rights, yeah. they won't Fan- do what Sony's done. Fantastic Four and X-Men now are both back with Marvel. Yeah. Um, uh, officially, like Sony doesn't have the rights anymore? Or whoever, hang no, on. not Sony. No. Um, whoever Wait, had Disney the rights. Disney owns Fox. Yeah, Disney owns Fox. So they officially have the rights yes. to do whatever they want with those yeah, properties yes. now. Yeah, but there has been no announcements as to which I can understand moves. why yeah. because Kevin Feige's got a timeline no, exactly. that he's been adhering to. Yeah. So yeah. everything that's come across every, all yeah. the properties they've come across recently yeah. have to but, fit in somewhere. Probably yeah. not in the next five to ten movies. Yeah. No, no, no. But we'll see them yeah. Yeah. in phase My five. Those movies are going to get made, but not anytime yeah. soon. My question is. Where do you think they'll start or take the direction of these franchises? Uh, more to do with X Men because AVX. Have... Actually, <laughs> we'll get to that in a sec. We'll get to that in a sec. But Nathan's if they... a simple man. I'm a simple man. I want to see Avengers fighting. We'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to that in a sec. Fantastic Four. They can reboot just right off the bat. Yeah, like, that's because they yeah. never made any Fantastic Four movies. No. So it'll be it'll be good to see finally the Fantastic Four on the big screen. Yeah. But the X Men will be a little trickier because I don't think they're going to want to introduce anything. They're just going to be like, you already know the X Men. We're not fucking yeah, around. Yeah. We, we talked about Bam. this in the End Game as well, I think, and and possibly in another episode, possibly about Spider Man or something. But um, yeah, we talked about how they can introduce them and and ha- what they're going to do with them and yeah, and I, I feel like. On one hand, you don't want to say, oh, no, you know them, you love them, they've been around in the MCU, we didn't just see them before. You don't want to do that. But also, you don't want to do, like, reintroducing them all, because we all know them. One of the problems with the the Sony, oh, no, Fox X-Men movies, I should say. I always get confused because Sony and Spider-Man. Yeah. One of the problems of those films is they ruined a whole bunch of characters and villains. Yeah. It's like, so when you had Age of Apocalypse... Yeah. Um, well, they they made a giant mess of Apocalypse. Yeah. So if they were to reboot Apocalypse, I don't want to necessarily yeah. see Apocalypse on the screen again. Yeah. But I know that if the MCU do well, Apocalypse, same, yeah. it would be good. It's the same with Doctor Doom. I really want to see a good MCU Doctor Doom, and he's been, ru- been ruined so nev- many times. We ne- we've never seen Doctor Doom. On no, the no, we haven't. Um, and but it's the same with Sony and Spider Man. Like they ruined all all his villains, and now Sony still technically owns the rights to all his villains. Including Morbius, who's also a Blade villain, so they can't even use that. A, I think he's a Blade villain. Yeah, I know he's a Spider-Man villain. Well, as well, of course he's a vampire. He has to be a Blade villain. But like, they're ruining, it, and then they're making a standalone movie to cash in because they have the rights. There's there's no creativity there whatsoever. Um, and now Blade's being made, and it's like, well, we can't use Morbius because Morbius is still owned by Sony, and they're ruining that. And it's like, just give it all, give it all to Kevin Feige. <laughs> 
Yeah, but, just just stop. Just turn yeah. onto it. But Pro- also, profit share. You yeah. make more but, money but than also, you do. But yeah. <laughs> But also, as we keep saying, as much as we love the MCU, it's sad that we don't get to see the different interpretations, the more violent interpretations, the more out there interpretations. We need that as well, and hopefully, Marvel Knights is potentially with Blade going to be a thing, and they can they should advertise it as such. So that not a bunch of idiots take their kids and then complain. Yeah. Ma- ma- Look, Deadpool ma- did... Advertise- you, you're Disney. Advertise it every day of the week, all day. Marvel Knights is adult R-rated, adult-orientated. You know, it works. We know it works. Logan made a shit ton of money. Exactly. Deadpool yeah. made a shit ton of money. Exactly. Yeah, Deadpool 2 made bank. Now, now, Disney owns Fox. They can just release... That under the Fox banner, if they're worried about it, exactly. They like you know they know that adult oriented adult oriented comic book movies make money. They yeah. make a fucking shitload of money. Yeah, and but, I mean they get a they highly yeah. they're highly regarded as well. They're, they're critically they're a lot better received, but um, <laughs> yeah. they're also different, which is always good. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, they choose the safe route to appeal to the biggest audience to make the most amount of money. But yeah, we really need Can you something different and something more preacher? mature. No, that's why. That's what like I don't want a PG Sandman. Exactly. You know what I mean. But that's why Netflix is so great. Thank yeah. you, Netflix. No, yeah. but I'm saying it's like I. That's what if, we were talking about on the last episode. You know, uh, even something like the Orville, which is pretty clean and shouldn't really be over the top violent or or, or nudity or sex or any or, or swearing, but that that going from Fox to Hulu, like that just frees it up. It's like a yeah. breath. Like you can finally, your your chest is uncompressed. Like you're it's, no longer. And the next step is Quentin Tarantino Star Trek. That's never going to happen. It happens in my dreams. Yeah, in your dreams. <laughs> it happens in it's your AVX, dreams too. There's AVX and, and uh, yeah. Tarantino. You have the same oh, dreams. No, yeah, that's, yeah. I, I can't, I can't lie. <laughs> now, I, I was going to say, I, you mentioned AVX. Mm. They could do that. They might look. I, I feel take, like it'd take two films, though. I don't think. A, I don't think something that like could that. be the next. Big, I feel like. Yeah, like, I, I feel like we might be repeating ourselves from an earlier episode. But it's also I, I too close like, to Civil War. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. if they do do the whole, you know, Avengers versus X Men, introducing the X Men, still they still have to put a whole heap of work. They can't just yeah. be like. They're from an alternative universe no, and they fight the Avengers. that's why it would take two movies. Yeah, exactly. Like you'd have to, well, ha- maybe, have to establish these characters ma- over two yeah. films. See, it depends. Phase six, phase six, seven. Because, yeah. I mean, because Kevin Feige has, has had a plan of these this series from the very beginning, it's possible, you know, Avengers, what are they, would that, is it Avengers 5 now? It would be the next one? Yes. So they had one, Yeah, two, Avengers 4, yeah. Uh, Age of, when was, was Age of Ultron? Was yeah, it was, two? it was two. And then you had a three was, was Endgame. Inf- Infinity, uh, Infinity War, War and Endgame was four. So Avengers 5, assumedly Kevin Feige has an idea of where Avengers 5 is going, potentially. Maybe now that they've got X-Men back, they could be... Maybe they'll rework Avengers 5 to introduce X-Men AVX. No, probably not. We're just, you know... Spitballing. Yeah, Still too early. Fan, fan jerking off here, but... Um, I mean, what other big bad guys? I mean, the X Men are bad guys, but what other big events or bad guys are there apart from Thanos? Oh, I mean, Wikipedia. Go to Wikipedia now. We'll be here all night. Like it's a <laughs> Ven- it's a it's 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 Marvel. Like it's Avengers. Like we we talked about there's, there's how the Beyonder. 
Yeah, uh, actually, we talked about Secret Wars uh, yeah. as well. Like, if yeah. they they could do a whole thing where you know they they get transported because if this is the cosmic phase, if Phase Four, <laughs> that could ins- that's how they could also implement the X Men. Yeah, exactly. That that's we talked about this on on an earlier show. Yeah. Like they they implement they implement the X Men and and the whole cosmic phase and put it together and and do a instead of instead of Avengers Five, they do Secret Wars. And just to be honest, it's in space, Spider-Man's there, everyone's there, fighting, yeah. introduce Spider-Man. Not Tom Holland. Well, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Mm, Sony screwing shit. Spidey, screwing, mm, maybe. Sony fucking it up for everyone Man, again. If I, was, if I was whoever's running Disney at the moment, yeah, because I think Bob Iger stepped down or something. I can't I don't remember. know. But anyway, I'd be like, look, man. Look, whoever on Sony, how much money do you need? We need this going forward. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, talk, mean, we talked about in the Spider-Man review where yeah. it's like Sony's dumb, but they're not dumb enough to stop this deal. They had to do no work on the Spider-Man yeah, movies. To make all the money. Disney did everything. Yeah. Sony did nothing. Yeah. And Sony got, what, half the money? Yeah. It's just basic business 101, Exactly. Man. If you don't have to do any work and you get half the profit, you yeah. take that arrangement. Yeah. So... Exciting times. Very exciting. I'm, I'm looking. I'm very for, much looking forward to pretty yeah. much everything in yeah. Phase Five. No, uh, l- Phase Four. Like phase five. Ev- everything we Fa- mentioned. Phase Four. Phase Five. Phase Four. Phase Four. Yeah. Um. I was saying Avengers Five. That's why you got. Confused yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, everything we talked about tonight, we're all gonna we're gonna watch everything. We're gonna watch every all the TV last shows every second. Yeah. And we're going to... That lo- includes all the stingers, which we'll <laughs> yeah. be freaking out over in the future. <laughs> yeah, which we'll be making two-hour episodes based on. Um, <laughs> like, we lo- love it. But it's like, it's just... Yeah, we'll just have to see how they go about it and how yeah how it develops and how... It, will it live up to our expectations? And will, will they keep up this... You know what? I'm going to answer those questions right now. Mm-hmm. They mostly will live up to expectations, yeah. and the momentum will continue forward. Yeah, but like you, you because how do I? How, how do old I, is the MCU right now? When did Iron Man years? One come out? Eleven years old, and I'm still excited. Yeah. as shit. Oh, it's 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 a really cool, and it's cool because it's like this is unseen or unheard of in yeah. cinema history. So it's like, even long running franchises like Bond yeah. and Godzilla. That's like. Every once in a while, you get a new movie. Yeah, you know, you get this different actors. I think yeah. this is we like a consistent inbuilt, and that's what I love about the MCU. It's the live action version of comic books. Yeah, it runs forever. Everyone changes identities and mantles. Everyone's getting with everyone. Everyone's dying and resurrecting. It's like, and it just keeps going. Yeah, like uh, they've got at least in my mind another yeah. at least minimum ten years of hype. Oh, definitely. And, and like, we talk about fatigue, but it's, like, every time they announce it or every time we see a <laughs> new one... Fatigue goes away. Yeah, we get excited for the next one because it's, like... It's the anti-Star Wars. Yeah, the MCU is the cinematic embodiment of getting an issue of a comic book, getting to that last it's page... Adventure. Getting to that last yeah. page cliffhanger... To be continued. And being, like, yeah. I can't wait till the next issue comes out. And then you get the next issue and then the next Except issue and the next issue. we only get a couple of issues a year. Was it like, it's like three, three, like three a year. But then plus yeah. TV shows, you know. Yeah. Oh, so, the TV shows we get weeklies now. Yeah, <laughs> we get weeklies and our biannuals. Yeah, that's right. Not to mention the other miscellaneous comic book stuff we get that's not Marvel related. It's a good time oh. to be a comic book fan. Oh yeah, but yeah, w- w- what I like, what I like, what I'm a bit, you know, like what, like I always say, like you still want some stuff to be different. You still want some stuff to be more mature. You still want some stuff to be more weird. 
So as much as you love the MCU, I keep repeating myself, you know, it's just a shame that they're stuck in that, you know, their own, like, yeah. but yeah, hopefully we can get some outside yeah. the stuff and hopefully Blade is that and hopefully, you know, that, that lives up to our expectations and hopefully like, how do, how do I say this? Captain Marvel wasn't great and, and did some things we really didn't like. But they can improve on But that. they can improve upon that. But then the end credit scene of Spider-Man kind of threw that in our faces and kind of doubled down on that. And I hope Captain uh, Marvel yeah. 2 and Monica's, Monica's taking up the mantle possibly or becoming her own hero. And God, I hope so. I hope they, I hope they don't screw that up. Like, you don't yeah. want Captain Marvel 2 to, to suffer they, from the they, same problems look, as Captain Marvel fucked, 1. If they fucked up uh, Monica Rambeau, I would, would be, be shattered. shattered. Yeah. I remember before the Captain Marvel movie, movie came out, you're like, why isn't it Monica? Why isn't it yeah. Monica? Why isn't it I'm Monica? Like, I'm like, like people every like, day. People like, like, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, Marvel's cool. Yeah. But it's like, Carol Danvers isn't even the coolest female Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. Mean, you know, I mean... So, but like, I hope they don't they don't fall into the same traps that they have been before. Because otherwise, you know, well, maybe Captain Marvel 3 can be a Ragnarok-style reboot of Captain Marvel and make it good. You know, kind of <laughs> well, kind of like that 4, no, 1, 2 weren't great. There's, a pres- like, there's precedent for it now. Yeah. It's like people well, have yeah. people have brought back But that's also what's character. great about the MCU is if something's not going great, you can change it up a little. Yeah. You know? Change the theme, change the tone. Yeah. yeah. You know, in 30 years, I'd say 30 years, I should say maybe 20 years, we might be talking about the rebooted MCU. I hope oh, not. Well, that would be, I, I, I be cool if it's just the same thing. It just keeps going. I, I hope you, not. You I have to go back to uh, Iron Man I just and see, watch it because I it's see, like that. I want to see, like, sure, all these all these heroes are different people now, and that's cool. Yeah. But I want to see, like, in 20 years, I want to see Little Easter eggs back to Iron Man 2. <laughs> yeah. No, just, like, know, little things. Just, like, what what refer, cool to, is, refer to movie for, 2. For movie all the 60-year-olds in the you know what? who grew up watching the MCU. I'd love it if they just continue with the same heroes, but at the start of, like, whenever a character's replaced, it'll have so-and-so is now played by... Whatever yeah, the new name see, is, but that, that way they can keep the that's, continuity. That's why I'm really excited about like the MCU as well. It's like in the comics, after years and years of, uh, after 50 years Captain of, of Captain Captain America being Steve Rogers being Captain yeah. America, the mantle goes to Sam or goes to Bucky. Yeah, and they can now do that in the MCU, which they could never do before in movies. That's true. Yeah, you know, because that's you so cool. you could never take it that long. Yeah. You couldn't do a movie with Steve and then he hands off the mantle the next movie because that wouldn't mean anything. But after, you know, 10 years of, of Chris Evans as Steve Rogers it's being... now Falcon. And yeah. now or he's Bucky. handing the mantle. Or, and then Bucky... And uh, I think I've talked about this. Sebastian Stan, I think, signed on for like 10 movies. So it's like, eventually, the mantle might go to Bucky as well. And it's like the comics. It's like it just keeps going and it keeps yeah. reinventing itself and doing different things and different villains come in. And, you know, I'm excited for five years from now, Red Skull comes back. Because yeah. we already, we already, we already surprised by his return in Infinity War. Yeah. You know what I'm also interested in? The, the characters that people tend to forget. Yeah. That they forgot because Marvel can't use them because yeah. they're owned by... Uh, who owns the Hulk rights? Oh, Paramount, I want to say. Because it's a weird deal they have going. That's why there's never been a Hulk solo film. Like probably after, almost after Incredible best. Hulk. She-Hulk is a cool character. Yeah. But she's also, what I love is she's also a lawyer. And see, she's like she's like one of the she's like one of the yeah. Avengers personal see, after, lawyer or some shit. It's after, hilarious. See, this is the great thing about the MCU. After Mark Ruffalo retires as a Hulk, they could introduce She-Hulk. 
It'll be cool. Yeah, no, it's a, she's a great character too. Yeah. She joins a Fantastic it's Four like, for a while. It's like what I've been... Yeah, and, and they can introduce Fantastic Four and have her. And it's like, they can... And that ties into Professor Hulk, which they've already uh, introduced. Yeah, that'd be cool. And, you know, we talked about Kate Bishop, you know, handling the, handing the mantle down. We've talked about, you know, like, yeah, like just continuing that saga and making it like comic books. Like, it just keeps going and, and you know... And Iron Man, we talked about Ironheart a while ago, you know. Yeah. Like and you know, and Avengers five and six might you know be a different Avengers, and Avengers seven and eight will be the young Avengers. Oh man, Iron, Iron Lad, you know. Ah, oh, the young Avengers. Yeah, but it so all good. it all ties back to the original two thousand eight Iron Man. You know, like yeah. and you have to watch them yeah. all, and it's like it's like reading comics from the eighties, like you've been doing. Yeah, and then. They'll sell the box sets like twenty dollars for the first twenty films. Ah, uh, no, twenty dollars. Look, what 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 utopia do you live in in the future? Like that's one issue that's going to come. Like two thousand dollars. Inevitably expensive to get all these movies. Yeah, it'll be for collectors. Well, I'm I'm still oh, waiting. I'm we we're waiting for the gauntlet. Box. Yeah, we talked about this. We're for waiting the box for the big set, one. The, yeah. the Infinity Saga box Blu-ray box set. Which, Please, which I will pay a lot for, but there's a limit. Like this is not. Star what about Wars? the what about the lesser one that just a really nice case that comes with all the movies but doesn't have a big gauntlet? You know, like I just uh, want. Yeah, as uh, long as I have the movies, yeah. And also similar case art, like you yeah. want it to be like one nice. That would be collection. cool if it's got all the Avengers lined up. You know how they do that big group shot, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah, on yeah. the side of the box. And yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I think we're all out of time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Like and share the Tuesday Review Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at Tuesday Review AU. Follow James on Instagram at Channel Drifter. You can find your pre- our previous episodes on your favorite podcasting app. If you like video games, check out Alan and Jake's show, Sunrise Arcade. If you like cars, check out Maddie J's show, Car Talk, T-O-R-Q-U-E. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the Tuesday Review on iTunes. Adios, cousins.